The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And I want to take this opportunity to remind everyone that we've got Insight to Israel coming up in just a few seconds. In fact, what we're going to do, we're going to go to Michael Gano and uh, make sure he's online with us. Michael, are you there? Michael. David, I'm here. Can you hear me loud and clear? I can hear you loud and clear. We're on the air. And uh, Michael is calling in from Romania, correct? Uh, Correct. I'm in Romania now. I I just left um, Budapest, Hungary. Well, you are getting around. Well, Well, the reason why I was in Budapest... We have a lot of contacts there, and we were actually doing interviews covering the elections that took place. Hmm. And did Biden win again? Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. Actually, Biden did not win. Uh, President Orban won. And he's very conservative. And he actually... Not that we're a friend of Putin, but he actually cut back on abortions and gave tax incentives to families for the mother to be able to stay at home, and he also did not allow the homosexuals to set up shop there. So he's very right-wing. This was the same president that was interviewed by Tucker Carlson. And uh, at the same time, the EU wanted Hungary to supply soldiers through NATO uh, to train and even send weapons to the Ukraine. And Orban refused. Hmm. Now, he's not a friend of Putin, but he's also no friend of Zelensky. So since he's won and declared his stance uh, when it comes to the Ukraine, because he doesn't want to get involved, they're willing to help refugees, but they're not willing to get involved militarily, and now the EU is threatening to cut off funding. Hmm. There's yeah. something going on all over the world all the time. Isn't there? And did we just get cut off? Michael, you still there? Michael. Yeah, that's that's for, for sure, David. Um, look, Hungary is uh, not a Slavic state, meaning they don't speak Russian. And Romania is not a Slavic state. They don't speak Russian. Bulgaria, Poland, all these countries that border with the Ukraine... And what's happening is it's causing a great deal of dissension from, from the people I've talked to, whether it's Romania, Moldova, Poland, Hungary. Uh, they don't mind helping these refugees, but what's happening is the governments are bringing them in. They're getting a, a payment from the government uh, with the option of also helping them with employment. And they're getting a bunch of free stuff 
food and things like that when people in these countries already have a financially hard time. Hmm. You know, I'm old. So, en- pardon me. I'm old enough to remember when instead of talking about Ukraine, we would have been talking about Russia invading Hungary. Right. Well, and this is a th- this is a thing, David, because they swore up and down that Vladimir Putin was going to take over, take back over the Soviet bloc, and you heard it first on America's Web Radio that I predicted that's not what would happen, and it's not even close to what's happening. So, I, Putin, obviously, like we stated before in the past, David. Putin's wanted to, wanting to, to take out the chemical biological weapons plants in the Ukraine, which he has done, for, from from our understanding of the underground media. Um, and he wants to take back the coastline where the Crimea is predominantly Russian-speaking, and they claim to be claim themselves they see themselves more as Russians than they do Ukrainians. So you know, I I'm not saying you. again, Putin's a good guy. Well, I, I heard on the news this morning that uh, there is a possibility that Russia has been using uh, gas, <laughs> has been using uh, weapons of mass destruction and in the form of uh, chemical warfare. Well, listen, that's let's be realistic. This is the same government that sold us a bill of goods for Corona and sold us an injection that Pfizer and Moderna benefited from financially. As a matter of fact, not to get off, but uh, it seems as though the the CEO of Pfizer, Borla, has gotten a huge pay raise from all these big stock advances. So I wouldn't – when we know Biden's in there, we know George Soros, we know the Clintons are in there, we know there's child trafficking, there's money laundering – And the chemical weapons plants, uh, all of that is a reverse tactic, uh, I think, to just to blame Putin for whatever happens with chemical biological weapons. But let's be honest, we have to, I think we need some real evidence because I think Colin Powell is the one who got up at the UN General Assembly and held up a little vial of what he called was anthrax. It looked more like cocaine. And he said, here's the proof that Saddam Hussein has chemical, biological weapons, and yet we never found any. So who should we believe on the record? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I, I think this is the frustration of most citizens today. Who should we believe? And I don't think we can believe... My personal opinion is I don't think we can believe anybody. And uh, this is why we do the shows that we do. And I trust you and I trust our doctors and others that do shows on America's Web Radio that we tell the truth. Now, if we're fed something that's wrong and we have a disclaimer that we run and, uh, you know, we can't – we're not big enough to – check out everything but our sources are have been pretty well bulletproof by the way i want to mention you were talking about elections we we are very blessed to be involved with a company called redovoting.com 
Now, it is a bulletproof system because it's based on the lottery system. And the lottery has never been hacked, nor can it be hacked. And this organization, RedoVoting.com, people, I'm begging you to go to that and go to your mayor, your representative, whoever you know, and say, we've got to have this in place for November. And it can be done. And it is, like I said, it's 100% secure, it's bulletproof, and it will give us a totally honest election. Heaven forbid. And guess who are the only people that are against it? Uh, Michael, can you take a guess? I would probably say uh, the NAACP, Nancy Pelosi, Biden, and I don't remember. All Democrats. You can just put it in one, one lump sum. All Democrats. And they are insanely... Jealous and insanely against it because they know that we can stop all of their fraud. You know, David, it's it's really something because okay, I just was in Budapest for the elections there, and I'm not saying they were corrupt, but if the United States of America does not have a sound election system, what what even for one second would make you anyone think that any other country does? That's true. That's scary. It is. And, uh, you know, we've got, we've got a world that the tail is wagging the dog. Yeah. And we've got to stop it. And it's not just, like you just said, it's not just the United States. It's the communist plan around the world. And America's Web Radio is standing up against them. And our, we've got friends that are running for Congress that are standing up against them, and we're promoting them. But I want to, you know, if I have two cents worth of influence at all, is that anybody that listens to this show, go to your computer, redovoting.com. It's as simple as that, and you can find out everything about this. It's not an application. It's software, and it will do away with any kind of fraud. You can't cheat the system because... It, it involves even scratch-off numbers, you know. Once, you've got, once you're numbered, one person, one vote, period. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. You can't send in mail. You can't send in, you know, it's done. And it can go to nursing homes. It can go any place. In fact, uh, we were kidding about the fact that our astronauts, if they're on the international spacecraft, they can vote. It's a QR system, and it's it's un it's unbreakable. So. Well, and that's funny that you said at the beginning of the show that the the lottery had never been hacked. I've never thought about that before. That's very interesting uh, that you would say that. Yeah, it's true because it's funny how lottery money's secure, but our taxes are not. Now, isn't that amazing? It is amazing. It is amazing. So, well, get this. So I'm here. I'm back in Romania. And we're actually in some transition right now, David, because, you know, I will be honest every time I scan my passport, not that I have anything to hide or fear, 
But you have an American guy that hasn't lived in the U.S. for nine years. I've lived in Israel. I now go to Romania. Then I go to Budapest. Then I go back to Romania. And who knows where I'm going to be next doing an interview. But every time I scan my passport, maybe someone specific is not watching me. But the system's got to be asking some questions the way it's set up. Who is, why is this American traveling to all these key points? And I say that because now here in Romania, I just was talking to a, a, a friend of mine that works in the government. They're about to, about to vote on a bill because <clears throat> the president of Romania seems to be a, bought by the NATO and the EU. And he doesn't, obviously, there's a fine line when it, he's, he's willing to step up to when it comes to the Romanian country's sovereignty and independence. Because next week, and this is very important for Americans to know, because next week they vote on a bill to whether or not to give the Romanian military uh, over to completely so, uh, losing their sovereignty over to NATO. And so that means uh, that if there's a war like in the Ukraine and NATO wants to go into Ukraine, the Romanian military doesn't have any obligation or any, no, I'm sorry, any uh, objection. The government has no place for objection but to do exactly what NATO wants. And that's a very scary thing for a sovereign country. Now, the, the key is also this. You've got Western European nations who have far more military advancements. They're far better trained. And this is not a slight against the Romanian military uh, or their uh, wep current weapon systems. But they're going to put those soldiers on the front lines of any war that takes place because they don't care about the Romanian soldier. And they're going to let them take the first bullet and save their guys for last. So this is a big vote coming up next week that my friends are going to keep me up to date on. But, it, but we all know that NATO is very corrupt. Uh, it's... Um, it's not worth the American taxpayers' money. And, you know, let the EU protect themselves. And I'll tell you another reason why the, why the NATO wouldn't have a problem putting Romanian soldiers on the front line, because this goes along with corona and what's happening in the Ukraine. Because, as I've stated before, 70% of Eastern Europe is not injected. And the people refuse to. The majority, about almost half of the green passports are fake. But what happens now in, 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 uh, in the Ukraine, which is owned by Zelensky, George Soros, the Clintons, <coughs> Obama's in there. Now they're finding out George Soros and Zelensky are relatives. <laughs> so guess what's happening now, David? If you want money from the Ukrainian government... You have to get the vaccine. And after you get the vaccine, in order to get your money that the government's offering you, you now have to register 
your green passport with your bank account. So this is how they're forcing the injection on Ukrainians and then forcing them to go digital with the banking because the whole banking system is completely broken in the Ukraine because of this war. So you see how they're taking advantage of the people? So is Zelensky really a hero? Huh. I would say not. So I see the same thing happening because now you have a displacement of people in other countries, countries that are highly, quote-unquote, not vaccinated. Do you know that the majority of these people on the ground that I talk to They don't know about the court uh, in the U.S. that forced Pfizer to release the documents of the over 2,000 negative side effects from the injection. They know nothing about it. So this is the information that Pfizer, because they don't have a court system that is strong enough in these Eastern European countries to force Pfizer to do the same thing. Because... Inherently, the government's here corrupt. That means the judges are corrupt, and they're going to keep everything under wraps. So it makes for very interesting times, David. Oh, yeah. I, I, very interesting times, but uh, where are we going? Oh, we're headed. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll quote. A man who, unfortunately, for some reason, is not only the right-hand man to Klaus Schwab, but he speaks. He is a uh, homosexual uh, professor at Hebrew University in Jerusalem, and he openly says, and we've done videos showing what he openly says. He openly says that those who will not comply, the useless eaters. They will be left behind, and eventually they will die. And we need to bring down the population and only work with those that are willing to submit to the system. And when he was asked, how do we bring those people into submission and then do away with the ones who won't, uh, who, who won't comply... He said, well, we'll keep giving them drugs and video games. (laughs) Drugs and video games. Now, that's the answer to almost everything, particularly for the woke. And I don't know whether they prefer the drugs or the video games. Oh, it's insane. Look, I've done several videos on this guy, Yuval Harari. It's shocking to me that he is a professor at Hebrew University and allowed to make such statements and still be intact at the university in Jerusalem, it's shocking to me. So this this is the mentality of the elite. He even talks about the elites. So we see here in Eastern Europe where the majority of people won't inject, so they're obviously... Um, part of the useless eaters and let's not forget the great Americans who are fighting for freedom also no question so we're headed for a one world government technocracy David that's where we're going well it's not going to work at some point 
it's not going to work. There will be, uh, whether it's armed conflict or whatever, it's not going to work. And uh, America's the last. America's uh, the last, David. Yep. Americans have to take a stand. You can't wait till the next election. They're moving so quickly in other countries. Hmm? So please, Americans, do not wait. Prepare yourselves now for what's coming. It's very important. I've traveled to these countries, and listen, they may not have the technological advancements as far as security goes, with street corners and uh, cameras on every street corner. Uh, but I see a lot of people using their cell phone to scan for their groceries. Wow. Now, whether or not they're using the green passport, I don't know. That technology is available. But they certainly are working with Visa and their bank and MasterCard because they're all big tech that's involved in all this and conditioning people to stop going to their banks. In Israel right now, for example, they're shutting down the banks in all of the rural areas, which then the people in the rural areas, since gas is so high, and the unemployment rate is so high, it forces them to go electronic because they don't want to drive to Tel Aviv or Haifa or Jerusalem to do their banking. So then it pushes them towards the electronic mode. Other, and this other, is the conditioning we're getting. Other than Iran ruling Iraq, basically, what's going on in that area? I mean, do you see uh, a, a bomb about to go off or anything? I, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't. And I'll tell you why, because folks need to do some research. They need to look up the Belt and Road Initiative. And the Belt and Road Initiative uh, includes a lot of different countries, mostly Muslim and communist China. And I'll, I'll tell you what this does. This, this between Iran and the war in Ukraine... Israel's making a ton of money. The Israeli government is making a ton of money because Israel is very advanced in weaponry. Uh, I would venture to say, if not superseding the U.S., they're in in either neck and neck or second place. Let me let me ask. Uh, with I believe it's called quote unquote the Iron Dome. Is that correct? The Iron Dome. Yeah. Okay. Can do you think a missile from Iran can penetrate it? First of all, the Iron Dome is, is, is for rockets. There's a difference. Missiles are guided. Rockets are what they are. You shoot them up in the air. It's like a bottle rocket. You shoot yeah. up in the air, you don't know where it's going to land. Uh, Israel has created the, the next level of uh, the Iron Dome called David's Sling. Hmm. That is definitely capable of shooting down a missile. Now, the reason why I tell you Iran's not a threat is because I did the research, David, because back in the fall of 2021, the prime minister, the current prime, the current prime minister who, who was uh, uh, and the defense minister said that Iran is two months from the nuke. I did the research because I've heard this. I was in Israel for nine years. I heard this for nine years. And so when I did the research and typed in, Googled in, 
Israel two months from the nuke, they've been using this repetitive language, the government. Not the, I'm not saying the Jewish people. I want to clarify for all the stupid people out there. You know, I'm not saying the Jewish people. I'm saying the Israeli government. They've been using that rhetoric since the 1970s. Hmm. And I've got, I've actually have the, the newspaper articles offline that's, that someone sent to me. An, an Israeli Jew sent them to me. So I'll tell you what that's all about. Because Israel's making a lot of money selling weapons to the Eastern Bloc countries. Mm-hmm. Okay, like the Iron Dome. And they're making a, getting a lot of U.S. tax dollars. Because we have to stand with Israel. And it's not that I'm anti-Israel. I'm not that at all. I'm I'm just saying what the government's doing. They use this rhetoric in the United States that Iran is a a threat. And yet, uh, it's getting them a lot of money from the U.S. taxpayers. Let let me ask you something. And and I don't want to go into detail, nor do I want you to. But uh, you know the reason I'm asking this. Is Iraq... A safe place to be today. Uh, that's a good question. I, I, no, I don't think it is. I, I'll tell you what. I, when I'm seeing Sean Hannity, and I'm gonna, there's a reason why I'm saying this. Have Zelens- he has uh, uh, Sean Penn. He did an interview with Sean Penn. Did you see it? Uh, no, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. No. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Listen, Hannity's calling for the murder, the displacement of Vladimir Putin. Now, I have to ask myself this question. Who in the world is anyone in the U.S., any government official, any EU official, to call Vladimir Putin a war criminal when we have murdered... I did a whole video on this last week. You've got to go to the Insight to Israel Facebook page. Murdered millions in Iraq and Afghanistan. In the name of freedom and democracy. Let me tell you something. Just from people that I know that have been in that region, a friend of mine was in northern Iraq just a couple years ago. You don't want to show your face as an American white guy in those countries, especially in Iraq. Because there's a big hatred for our country. Because we went in there, we murdered children by bombing the fire out of them. We, we murdered women. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm not one of these guys that you use women and children as a poster board for your sympathy, war, or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. But the reality is, when you look at what our government has demanded our soldiers do, and I love our military, but I understand why the Iraqis hate us. Because we went in there... We bombed the heck out of their place. Okay, Saddam Hussein was a bad guy. But what makes us any different than, except we do it in the name of democracy. And then we had no chemical, biological weapons in Iraq. We found none. Was George Bush or Dick Cheney ever held accountable? Colin Powell? Come on. It doesn't make sense. We can call everyone else a war criminal, but... No, I, I, I think I, I will disagree with you on that. I think we found okay. them. They were in the uh, convoy that went into uh, Syria. And, 
you know, at that point, we couldn't go in after them. But uh, where else would Syria get chemicals, chemical warfare products? And uh, I think we found them. I, I tell you what, I I know well that, you know, just you brought it up a little while ago. Who would you believe? I don't believe a thing that the government says in any accord, but I do believe that uh, Saddam Hussein did have chemical weapons, and he would have used them. And um, this is where I am with Putin right now. If, you know, you you back a dog into a corner too far, and he's going to come out fighting, and he'll use any method that he can. And uh, I... You know, I don't know whether that'll hold true in the Ukraine. I don't know. I, nobody has a crystal ball by any means. But at the same token, I think uh, I think we're living in a powder keg around the world. For, sh- for sure, for sure, David. The problem I have is is because you know you you heard about this guy, the the phantom, uh, what well, the Ukrainian jet pilot that was. The, the Phantom Fighter that shot down like 10 Russian MiGs. Do you, you remember hearing about that in the beginning of the war? Yeah, vaguely. Okay, there was a, they, they plastered this guy all over the international media. He fighter, he shot down 10 MiGs, he's fearless, he's the, the heart of the Ukrainian people. Well, they turned out, it turns out that, that, that was all a video simulation. That guy never existed. Hmm. Well, I made so, a good story anyway. I tell you what, Michael, we're going to have even, to take a even break when right away. revealed that he never existed. Well, okay. that's, that's sort of like me. I'm not really real. But we'll be back right after a couple of words from words that you need to know. <laughs> and please look up redovoting.com. It's vitally important that you do. We'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
And as most people know, we are totally supporting Rich McCormick for the House of Representatives. We Folks, we have to take back our country from the wokes. We have to take back our country, I'll put it quite frankly, from the Democrats that are ruining our country. You know, they say, what is... Putin or what has Biden done in the year that he's been in? Well, he's about destroyed the United States. And if you don't believe me, just look at his record. Look at Afghanistan. Look at no one in the world respects us. And uh, we've got Michael Gano on on Insight to Israel. Michael, can you think of a country in the world that has any respect for the USA now? First of all, David, I want to say thank you uh, for having me on America's Web Radio again. Um, <clears throat> I know you've uh, the past couple times you've you've played a few re- uh, uh, interviews we've done in the past, but uh, I want to encourage everyone to continue to stand with America's Web Radio, please, because as an independent journalist, I'm I'm on my own out here, and uh, you know. We need these extra voices working together to get this message out. Um, I'll tell you, people are mocking, and I'm talking to people in all these countries. Actually, I'm talking to people around the world, David. I'm in contact with people all over the world on a daily basis. But I'm also on the ground here in Eastern Europe. <clears throat> they, People love America. They love the idea of freedom. They love the idea of making more money and having a better life. They love that thought. They envy us. They don't really know because of the media the problem, the real problems we're having right now. And on top of that, the people who do know the kind of problems that we're having that, that really dig to inform themselves outside of their own media in their own country know that our president is a buffoon and he's senile and he's old and they can't they just shake their heads and wonder why are Americans allowing this to take place one more day that's that's what I'm getting well I wonder that myself you know and uh, you look at our alternative and heaven forbid that something like Kamala were to take over and heaven forbid that Someone like Pelosi were to take over from Harris. It just, you know, the bad gets worse and the worse gets worser, you know. And I know worser is not a word, but uh, even at Texas Tech, we learned that worser is not a word. But anyway, uh, you know, it's just amazing. And I people have, you know, this woke thing. I'm all for the people waking up. I'm not for woke in any shape, form, or fashion. I'm not for CRT in any shape, form, or fashion. I think all of it's a crock. And all of it's a crock that has been started. It was started in the mid-50s, late-50s, and has progressed to where it is today. And, folks, if you don't think we're losing our country, then you better wake up. And smell the roses, because you ain't going to have any roses before long if it continues like it's going. And these liberal assholes are taking over in every state, form, and fashion. They're ruining our medical system. They're trying to take it over. They're ruining everything that we're doing and everything that our forefathers and our veterans 
and our active duty military has fought for and is fighting for. And I've got a vested interest in our military today, by God. And I, you know, I'll say one thing that's very interesting, Mike, Michael, and this is as many veterans as we interview, and I generally speaking always ask them either on the air or off the air, if they were called, no matter what the age is, if they were called to go back in to defend our country, would they? And unequivocally, 102% say, damn right, just call me. If I have to take my walker, I'll take my walker. But, you know, and I'm the same way. If if uh, my country wanted me, I'd go back in in a heartbeat and love it. And if I could kill a communist, I'd love it even more. And um, you know we've we've got to we've got to wake up and realize this didn't just happen, and it's not just the idiot in our White House. He's a part of right. the plan, but he he ain't at all, you know. And uh, Russia and China, the communists in general, have been plotting against us for years. And we have to wake up. They started, and they said they were going to do it. They even gave us their game plan. We're going to start penetrating the universities. We're going to liberalize the universities. Those professors will teach the, the teachers that are going into high schools. They will teach the teachers that are going into middle schools and then grade schools. And all it takes and, – and God had it planned for – for COVID, and it's probably one of the greatest things that ever happened to the world. In a positive note, it woke people up. Not that kind of woke, but it, it awakened a sleeping community of parents that didn't realize how their kids were being indoctrinated in schools. And, right, right. you know, so there is a, there is a bright light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's it's quite shocking, David, because um, I was talking to a guy the other day, and we were sitting there having a uh, energy drink cappuccino, okay? And I told him about where now men in dresses, transgender dudes, oh. you know, can go and teach little children. And he just and he just looked at me and he was in shock. He said, "I now the the queers have tried to bring that stuff to Romania, and even uh, and I, I don't know the level of corruption in the government. I've got friends in the government. They're awesome people. They're taking a stand for their freedom and for the freedom of Romanians. But the, the homosexuals tried to bring that garbage to Romania and they shut it down." It's it overwhelms me, and maybe that's I guess that's you know the progression that you get in a liberal democracy, <clears throat> because you know it's sad today that we have to ask ourselves where do you draw the line of free speech? That should, if we have to ask that question, we've lost. We have it. to ask ourselves: Do we have morality in individual citizens? Because we should think about it, David. Would you have? Back in your day, I'm, I'm 50, I don't know your age, not everybody needs to know your age, but when you were a young guy in your 20s, would you have ever dreamed for one second, what do you think would have happened 
in your in your school district, if a queer tried to come in and 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 openly promote himself to children, what do you think would have happened to that guy? Well, when I was in the military in uh, basic and AIT, we used to have a way to discipline someone that got out of line that hurt the platoon in general, you know? And <laughs> that was called a blanket party. And um, I saw a full metal jacket. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, and this is, again, I go back. I, I, let me, I ask you that question. Let me interrupt just for a second. I asked that question. Obviously, we don't, we know what would have happened to some dude like that, okay? We don't want to say it on the air because it's the last thing you need is any kind of trouble. But you understand where I'm coming from. Yep. And, uh, you know, you this, this started, and it doesn't matter what, what faith you are, but it, a lot of this started when we caved and gave in to taking prayer out of schools. Then it's taking this Pledge of Allegiance out of school. Then it's taking the history books and quote, in quote, air quotes, rewriting the history books. And this is all part of indoctrination. And, you know, we, we've let them get us instead of us getting them. And to answer your question, yeah, we would have had a blanket party farm. And, uh, this, this stuff, I, w- I was watching this morning. A guy shoots six people. They catch him, and he's already out of jail. It's, this only happened a couple of days ago, and he's already, wow. they got him dead to right, and he's out of jail. And what the hell is he going to do? And what are all these illegal aliens? They're not aliens. They're just illegal people that have broken into my country. And, you know, I've got a cure for that. Nobody would like it, but I've got a way to stop it real fast. And it's not right. It's not with a wall. It's with a gun. You know, they're breaking into my house. I have a right to protect myself. Abbott has a right to protect my state, Texas. And, right. you know, as soon as a few hit the dirt and go for a dirt nap the sooner that stuff will stop. And, oh, that's terrible that you would say anything like that. Well, we got to stop them, or they're going to be living next door to you. They're going to be taking over your front yard. They're going to be taking over everything. They're not going to stop. They're insidious. They're like locusts, you know, and... Folks, it's got to come to a, it's got to come to a screeching halt. And you may not like the solutions, and I'm not I'm not for hurting anybody, but it's got to come to a right. stop. Well, and that's the thing, David, because we don't know how much time we have. That's right. And I, I'll I'll tell you, I, I'm I don't I won't ever. Playing profession, and I won't ever claim to be the most spiritual. And forget religiosity; we know that's a joke. But but I'll tell you, David, it it makes me realize how much I need God and God's Word. That that that's the one thing in all in nine years and the things I've seen in Israel. And and it wasn't all bad, of course, you know. But I've seen a lot of war, and I've seen a lot of rockets, and. Now I'm on the border of a country 
who's on war, that I've been up to the border, that I've seen the, the, the faces of children, cars. Imagine you've got to load your car down and take what you can and get out. And I've seen, I saw a lot of cars. I saw hundreds of cars coming across the Romanian Ukraine border and just packed full of whatever they could get in it that was the most important with their kids in the back crunched up with backpacks and suitcases. So whatever we have in the U.S., whatever we have left, folks, I hope and pray people outside of the U.S. know that you, we would not have those results from Pfizer if it weren't for our court system because no one else in the world is going to be able to go against Big Pharma. And I know it's not, we're not jumping around. This all comes together when it comes to our freedom. And I implore Americans, do not wait till the next election. And before the next election, you got you got to do you got to do more to fight. I know you got families and jobs and the problem is too many people are on video games and drugs. So let's get off the video games, let's get off the drugs. Let's ask God for forgiveness and repent and pray for God's mercy because our action is what's going to push back because this is a big wave hitting us all around the world and the United States is that last place I I never thought that I would I'm more so you David I'm sure you never thought but I I just could have never dreamed that I'd be seeing the things I'm seeing in other countries. And I thank God I'm American, that's for sure. And I have to, David, I don't know what to make because I know we, I would fight for the United States. But I have to say, sadly, I, after, I don't know. I don't know anymore, David. I don't know what I'd fight for except for my own freedom to be well. I think you're right. That's, the, that's uh, a tough one. There was a time that, uh, and I think my veteran friends would concur, is that we would <laughs> we'd lay down our our rakes and our hoes and our shovels and pick up arms and fight for our country. But there's a hell of a big difference right now between our country and the jerk that we've got in the White House. There's a big, yep. big difference. And he's given away and done more harm to this country than any president ever has. And you look at his administration. It is just absolutely garbage, terrible. They have no, you know, they have no morals. They have no ethics. The only thing they can do is which lie would you like to hear this minute? And... His spokesperson is the biggest liar I've ever seen, Strawberry Shortcake. And, uh, you know, they, it's just amazing. And, and people are putting up with it. And mainstream media is putting up with it. And I'm appalled at my peers that have gone along with it. And that's why people more and more are listening to America's Web Radio, because we tell the truth. And, yeah. you know, if I ever had a, a host that I doubted their credibility or what they were saying, I'd be the first to jump in. And, you know, everything, we got kicked off of YouTube 
because we were telling the <laughs> truth about COVID. And every damn thing that our doctors said about COVID, particularly when it first started out and within the first few months, everything that they said that got us kicked off of YouTube has been proven to be 100% correct. And, and do you think YouTube will open let them open a page again? <laughs> well, we we're back on it, but actually we decided to uh. give YouTube the finger and go to uh Rumble and uh YouTube can take a flying leap. And you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Twitter. I don't know what's going to Facebook is as lousy as you can get. And people have to Stop getting their news from social media because social yeah. media is one big effing liar. And you don't know who's making it up and who's listening to it. But our shows are the truth. And uh, I just, I'm very blessed to have some of the greatest hosts in the world. And most people don't even know them. They're just like you and me, uh, Michael. And. They're just folks, but we express our opinion, and it's the truth. And we have our sources, just like I, I, I look to you, and you know that I've done it in the past. When I had a question about the Middle East or Jerusalem or about Israel, who did I contact? My friend Michael Gano, because I knew you'd tell me the truth. And uh, Well, David, I- I'll tell you this. <sighs> It's going to – there is hope. I, I, I just talked about that hope. And I really – I want to encourage, please, I can't say it enough. We need this to continue. Please, look, you know you, you can give a bunch of money to – I don't know. I, I, I have no use for Fox News anymore. I like Tucker Carlson and stuff, but I, I just – I'm over Sean Hannity. I'm over all that garbage because I know that, like, I, I listen to some of your shows sometime when I'm sitting at my desk working, you know, mm-hmm. and you've got some great stuff on. And I listen to other people I know I can trust in what you would call, I don't want to say it, they're not mainstream, but now it's called the underground media because we're not in the mainstream. And that's what they're trying to do is push us down. So I, I really want to encourage people Whatever funnel of financing that that uh, America's Web Radio uses, you must support it. You and and obviously I'm not being paid to say this, and I don't get a percentage. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to support America's Web. I've known David for nine years, going on ten, and this guy right here was the guy who was there for me when I first started out in Israel. And I really do appreciate, and I've grown a lot in nine years as far as my experience, my travels, my network, my connections, the the quality of, you know, I, I didn't have any network or connections when I went to Israel. I went there with $600 in my pocket, didn't know anyone. So I've really grown and expanded. <laughs> and, I, and let me say this. I love what I do to telling the truth. And, and I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm saying I never made any profit from it. Well, the blessing came. Your your profit, Michael, soon. may be someplace else that, right. you know, I, I think that's where right. your rewards will be. 
Absolutely. So the guys like David, guys like me, and other people, you know, we just want to tell the truth because there's something inside of us that won't let us sleep at night unless we do. Because we live for a cause and a reason. We exist for that. That's simple as it gets. That, and that's the truth. <laughs> that's just, you know, <laughs> I learned a long time ago when I was a kid, as a matter of fact, and I don't know of, of any kid that at one time or the other, we used to call them little white lies, you know? But yeah. it's so much easier to tell the truth than it is even a little white lie because, gosh, did I did I tell that lie to Michael Goodenow or did I tell it to somebody else? And then you start trying to cover it up. And then look at where the government has gotten with it, uncovering things up. And you just yeah. you just say it's easier to tell the truth. We tell the truth. And, you know, like other folks that don't tell the truth, you can go to our archives, look it up, and listen to it again. And it's still the truth. We don't change it. We don't edit it. It's still the truth. And, again, I want to emphasize that people should go to redovoting.com and find out about this bulletproof method of voting. It's based on the lottery that's never been hacked, and it's bulletproof. The Democrats can't take it away from us. The Russians can't take it away from us, or no one else can. They can't infiltrate the system. It is bulletproof. Please, please, Go to redovoting.com. And, Michael, I would appreciate it if, it put, if you'd put that on your site and your social media, as we're doing, and how important it will be for November. And it can be, oh, well, we haven't got time. Yes, we do. We have plenty of time. We, can have, we could literally have it in all 50 states. Or, or, no, wait a second. Obama said we had 57. I haven't found the other seven, but if he said it, it must be true. So we can have it in all 50 or 57 states before November, and we would have the most secure voting system in the world. Redovoting.com. And, and I will post that on my Facebook as soon as I'm unblocked in 10 days. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but you can, you can, listen, I'm going to send you my information, David. You can find me on Telegram. All my interviews, I post them there because people download my interviews off of Telegram, put subtitles of foreign languages like Italian and Hebrew, and then post them back in the social media. So, it's amazing. It's really amazing that the amount of people that Actually, when I was, get this, David, and I know we're almost out of time. I was in Budapest, and I was going to the grocery store one night, and I, I bumped into this American guy. I said, where are you from? He said, ah, where are you from? I said, well, I'm Romania via Israel via Washington, D.C. And his buddy showed up. These guys, I didn't even know this. When I was staying in Budapest for a week, I ended up somehow in the Jewish quarter. <laughs> so th his buddy showed up. He said, I know you. I said, well, I've never been in jail. He said, no, no, we were in the Sea of Galilee, and you had some visitors there because I gave free tours of Israel. 
And he said, a bunch of guys and I went to rent a boat. And, and you said, I know you guys are in yeshiva school, in religious school, and you don't have a lot of money. So let's go in together and make it feasible for both of us. He said, you were the nicest guy. He said, I follow you on Facebook. You're Insight to Israel. Now, he didn't remember my name, but he remembered Insight to Israel. That's fantastic. And I was just, yeah, it's amazing. And what happens when you Google Insight to Israel? uh, You're going to get a lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff. Ten years worth of interviews. You can Google that in Insight, I-N-S-I-G-H-T, to Israel. And uh, we have a Telegram page, Insight to Israel, where you can look at all of our interviews and everything. We interviewed, you know, Dr. Zelenko. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just did a second interview with him, and it was fantastic. In fact, David, you're on Telegram, but we're not friends on Telegram, so they won't let me send you a message. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll change that. I haven't been big on Telegram, but... Uh... You know, I can't get wrapped up in any of on a full time basis. I could spend, gotcha. You know, seven days a week, eight days a week on social media, and I just can't afford it. Um, so I bounce around like a like a. We play whack a mole here all the time because we get so many bad calls <laughs> that we take their numbers down and and block them. But we just get one blocked and another one pops up. So we, uh, we're the international whack a or wacky people, I guess. Wacky tobacky, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that saying, but. I do, I do. Michael, you know, I, I want to leave people, and we are going to have to run, but I want to leave people. There is hope. You know, the most used word in the Bible is hope. It, yeah. Hope is, I've forgotten how many times it's found, but it's throughout the Bible. And there is hope, and people like Biden can't take it away from us. So, Amen. you've been listening to Insight to Israel, and we certainly appreciate Michael Gano and all he does for the world. Not just for his own sake, not just for Jerusalem, but for the world. And, Michael... We'll be talking next week, I hope. Absolutely, absolutely, David. Thank you, and God bless everyone listening. Amen. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.